You're listening to Common Sense and Beer, where we talk about heavy-hitting topics with a beer in hand. Uh, my name's Zach. I'm a co-host, and my other co-host... Kyle. We are going to talk about the Israel-Hamas conflict tonight. Should be fun, because neither of us know anything really about it, um, but I think we both have some opinions, and we both kind of keep a little bit of a... Uh, little bit of a... Uh, I don't know. I'd say dipping our toes into the yeah. what's out there with it because it is something pretty serious. Uh, probably the kickoff to World War Three. So something you should pay attention to. Yeah. Something you should definitely investigate, and something that we'll probably do a little bit of tonight. So yeah. that should be fun. That's I. You know, there was at one point where I got all of my news and everything from social media. There was one point where that's all it was, and so yeah, like Ukraine when that started happening. All the stuff I was seeing was on TikTok, Facebook, all that. And I'm like, it's it's not a good idea to get all of your news from social media sources. Nope. Nor, nor is it a good idea to get it from the cable box. Uh, true, true. Yeah, TikTok especially probably. Well, the, you do. I mean, th- that's the thing. It should be encouraged that everyone does their own research, right? You know, from, oh, from multiple different sources. I know. Check uh, you them know. all. But yeah, so Israel Hamas, basically what I know of it is that uh, Hamas kind of started this, well, most recent conflict anyway with the two. Hamas just kind of went in and started basically showing off their stuff and kind of attacking Israel and Israel. Oh, so... Okay, so you don't know anything about this. Barely anything. Barely anything. Hamas, I know, re- like the recent thing, you don't... Yeah, no, I, I know that there's been conflict over there for the last... For a, while, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. so I, I know that, but I don't know necessarily exactly how all of this most recent conflict started. So there was a, a music festival going on, um, and then I don't know where... I think it was the place that borders kind of Gaza, like the, the settlements that they call them, where the uh, settlers are going and they they don't call them humans they call them uh they call you know Hamas and Palestinians refer to those people as terrorists okay so that's how they view them so when Hamas goes and there's a music festival so you have a lot of foreign nationals around you know just people going to this probably one of those like tomorrow fest type techno ragers uh and they come in with paragliders and just all sorts of stuff, and people at the show thought it was. I mean, they're like looking, like, "Hey, hey, that's cool." Yeah, they think it's a show. show. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, they they swoop in, and then all of a sudden they start just indiscriminately killing people. Uh, they were going door to door and just murdering families. You know, murdering the parents in front of the kids, murdering the kids in front of the parents. This was this was Hamas going into yeah. Israel. Yep, and they had GoPros on. They were recording wow. themselves doing these things. These, these videos came out as it was happening. Wow. Uh, they were they were very happy about these attacks, and then you have. Black Lives Matter um, come out with the thing. It was the paraglider, and it says, We stand with Israel. Hmm. I don't know if you saw that. No. A bunch of Ivy League uh, groups are supporting. Uh, there is a massive crowd in London. It filled the bridge. There's a big overview picture, and it... Uh, of su- it supporting... Support for Hamas. Oh, support for Hamas. Well, I mean, Palestine, right? Yeah, through, right, through right, Hamas. right, right, right. So, I mean, you get these things that happen, and it's like, all right, I understand. Yeah, Palestine, sure, these people are also being hurt by the uh, the IDF and the extreme indiscriminate uh, 
you know, overuse of force by the Israeli defense forces in some areas. There's checkpoints, you know, okay, show yeah. me, show me the papers, yeah, as you will, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you don't have the papers, uh, some of them kill people. I mean, so you know that I understand it. It's going to drive a level of extremism, sure, um, but it, it doesn't justify it. It, it never will. Right. Uh, I mean, it's a heinous military, or I mean, a terrorist attack. And I mean, now we have U.S. troops over there. I mean, missile defense systems, that's troops, what I heard. boats. Yeah, yeah, aircraft carrier. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I didn't, like I said, most, most of my news, I am usually very busy. Uh, it's not really necessarily an excuse to not stay informed, but. Um, yeah, most of the news that I was getting at one point about Ukraine and stuff was usually over, you know, social media. And I don't, I, I don't really pay attention to social media too much anymore unless it's some funny yeah. joke. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it's from, from what I've seen about it, it doesn't seem like there is, well, let me ask you, let me ask, cause you've, pro- you've obviously heard more about it than me. What is the what is the culture here in the u.s seem like i mean are they favoring one over the other is it so, are there different groups of people that per, that i are mean how sides was like specific like politically political groups you mean just within the u.s or what are you yeah i mean would you say in in the u.s overall israel is being favored in this or hamas well, i mean though from what i've from what i understand from what i've seen uh Hamas seems to be the bad guy in the scenario. Throughout yeah, Hamas, absolutely is the bad guy in the scenario, uh, and it's just conflated with Palestine, Palestinian support, right? I think um, so. You kind of have the people that there's probably people out there that really support Palestine but don't support the terrorist attack, but they're taking the time to support Palestine right now, which I understand. It's like you know you're still supporting your cause or something you feel deep about. In a sense, you don't want to back away from that. But to to come off and, and just, you know, say that these people don't deserve to live and they should be wiped out uh, is, is pretty atrocious. Okay. You know? so, uh, but, it, I, I mean, as far as political groups, I mean, there's... there are people, just de- different sentiments. So, like, you have the leftist, like, Black Lives Matter type crowd, you know, your progressive activists. Uh, they're pro... Palestine, they're pro. I mean, to the extreme, they're pro Hamas. I would say. Okay. Okay. Uh, but then you have your establishment, your uniparty, your your fascist American Empire, if you will, whatever you want to call it. Um, these people support Israel pretty much to the fullest. Uh, you know, you have that section in the squad in Congress, though, uh, like Rashida Tlaib. They, they kind of have that. Dearborn, Michigan is her district, and they that whole area is ran by Muslim Americans okay. at this okay. point. Um, and I feel like she keeps kind of a more low-key, to an extent, because she does do crazy little events where she makes a fool of herself. Um, she does that from time to time. It's pretty hilarious, so <laughs> you should check some of those out. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of feel, I've always kind of felt like that's ground zero for their little... Um, pro-Palestine, you know, sect, okay. sect yep. of the government. Because if you look at it, I mean, it's religion. I mean, it's it's you're going to support Palestine if you're Muslim, and you're going to support Israel if you're a Jew. Right. And more often than not, you're going to support Israel if you're a Christian. Right, right. That's just generally the way it goes. Yeah. Um. So with that said, 
your conservative Republican Uniparty, also fascist American Empire, same same side of the coin. All these people are very uh, pro-Israel. I, I I want Donald Trump's Biden. They're both pro-Israel, but Biden has that that base of leftists that he has to kind of mm-hmm. swimmingly, yeah. you know, like well, I support Hamas and Pal- I mean I mean Palestine, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Israel, yeah. Uh, and he's like telling the Israeli people like while he went there. He was telling them about like giving the Palestinian people money, and it's just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> this is for the West or the uh, whatever the Gaza Strip. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, I mean, I'm not an uh, an expert on the foreign affairs of Israel and and this. This is just kind of things I know. I know they have checkpoints in certain areas. It's not everywhere. Certain areas. Yeah. I know that they do kind of the apartheid uh, segregation type stuff with the you know if you have a license plate if you're Jewish you, you have a different one if you're Muslim. Uh, hmm. The checkpoint thing, uh, I don't think they, like, certain areas of Jerusalem, they, like, just don't allow certain people in. I wonder what those certain people are. I'm not 100% sure, but I okay. could guess. And then, you know, like I said, it's just, it's kind of atrocious that you have the the people that descended from the people that escaped yeah. atrocity, Hitler, yeah. you know, Holocaust, uh, extermination, if you will, just persecution based on your religion, which is horrible. Yeah. And then they they left that and they're doing that to a people you know that kind of I don't know if they let them in. That's what I mean. I am not a, a complete expert, but it's just to see those things from their military forces happen. It's kind of wild. And yeah. then to watch these people go in and just there was one thing like and and I mean like just horrible acts. This guy went in and called his dad and like all excited that he's like oh, I just I killed 10 Jews already and he's He's bragging about it. Jeez. You know, like on a, and it's like all these things happen. That's the. It's such a, that, it's such a foreign concept to me, you know, g- wanting to, wanting to murder somebody just because of what they believe or because of a, or the religion that they practice. Mm-hmm. It's such a foreign concept to me. And I think, I think most Americans would, would agree with that, but yeah, it's, I would say so. Too. I I think I think there's something to be said as well, though, with them being so close together in the world, and having such kind of radical beliefs that it's just that much easier to have a conflict, uh, you know, to this size. Yeah, and I mean that's the ancient world, right? Right, right, I mean, right. You look at Iran right now, where they're talking about starting the war, because it, it comes down to they unfroze that six billion dollars to Iran. Iran turns around. Um, what do they do? They're a big funder of terror against the. They hate the United. Death, death to the, the U.S. is what they chant. Their, their congressional whatever mm. type meetings, and death to Israel. They they don't like us. And yeah. Them. Uh, they want they want us all dead. No. It, it's it, and they've always wanted this, but that that land is Persia, ancient Persia. I mean. Yeah. I, I yeah, mean yeah. that empire was that's ancient. Yeah. These people have always been warriors. They've always been at war. Um, so my personal stance on it is, I don't know, uh, I mean, we give Israel a bunch of money for their missile defense stuff. If they want to launch an incursion that's going to piss a bunch of other areas off that neighbor them and cause, you know, more people to attack them, I think that's kind of the consequence that they're facing if they do what they're planning on doing, which I think they're doing. I don't see why we need to get involved at all. Okay. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of, kind of jumped right into that one. Yeah. Well, that's kind of. 
that's kind of my thought is the U.S. kind of has a reputation of being the world police. It seems like we're getting involved in anything oh, yeah. that we feel like needs to be, you know, morally fixed or or need to be the 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 remedy to the situation. The, the moral and, savers, or at least that was the script that was being sold on us for a long time. Really, really, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, it's just it just baffles me because you were we're we're spending a lot well one yeah they just proposed like a hundred billion dollars didn't they a hundred billion dollars between uh, to go to israel ukraine and taiwan you know i did not uh i am not up to date on that is that what the I, number is for the financial package for world the world war three package yeah <laughs> we could call III it financial that. yeah there you go aid yeah uh oh yeah there it is right there hundred billion dollars hundred billion dollars yeah yep that's crazy that's good and the crazy that's cool so (laughs) it's not gonna let you get away so anyways crazy the the crazy part about that is i mean a hundred billion dollars you know what what ticks you off about that is that's us paying for that you know and we and and I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. We're the ones that are going to have to pay for it yeah. because they're printing all of the extra money to send it it's over. Just... So I, I'm i not sure. Good grief. What's going on over there? It's just taking over. Yeah, that's crazy, though. $100 billion. And so like Ukraine and Russia, obviously, we could we could talk about that, too, but... Yeah, um, yeah, we could. I you know, mean, that's that's cares? another one. Yeah, why why are why do we have a dog in the fight? You know, like yeah, I I, I don't understand why America feels like they need to be well, the, the sheep. The sheep feel okay. Look at how many people are involved in politics right now in their ages. Those people grew up during the Red Scare where they were hiding under their desk and. Yeah, the Soviet true. Union was going to nuke them at any second, and I get it, man. I'd, I'd be scared too. But so, do you think that's not a thing anymore? Right. So, 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 what you're saying is well, you think that sorry, it's, it is now. Sorry, it yeah. is absolutely is now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you, so you're so what you're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is you think that this is the the kind of foreign policy that we're taking right now where we're getting involved in these conflicts you think that's sort of a preemptive thing you you think that people politics in general today's politicians think that if we don't get involved now we're going to have to rush into action and and do all that you think it's something preemptive or I, i think maybe at one point it was um you know there's talks of the new world order being a thing liberal new world order where uh George Bush, you know, the senior, junior, a uh, bunch of Cheney, a, a lot of these, uh, the Uniparty, more Republican side, the neocons, whatever you want to call them, they kind of had this playbook. And um, it was a bunch of nations right off the bat. Iran, Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, um, it, it was a bunch of Middle Eastern, Syria was one of them, I think Libya, Egypt. But basically they went in and destabilized all these areas. They, they did the color revolutions in some of them. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, Iran's. So that's where, because I like my conspiracy theories, and the one I had on Biden was that he was a globalist, but 
I, I kind of seem like he's going for the liberal New World Order again because now they're like, oh, we got to do Iran now. And they're, they're, we're kind of right back to when Obama was president. It's almost like the Trump presidency never happened. It's like COVID just kind of wiped it from existence. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually, I never thought about that. That's a good point. Not You don't think about a lot of the foreign policy. Well, a lot of people don't think about the foreign policy that was enacted when Trump was in office. Well, and under... Under Obama, we almost had war with uh, North Korea and right, Russia. Right, right. And, and then, lo and behold, you know, a few months into Trump's pre- presidency, he's shaking hands with these people. Yeah, tension's cool. You know? And it, it's, just, it's kind of funny that you say that. I never thought about that, is that, yeah, for, Trump's foreign policy is just never talked about it at all. Never given any credence or anything. If you really wanted to know why... Um, Rolling back to why you believe um, whether or not we should be involved uh, with Israel. Uh, the reason why we're so involved with Israel and why we like them so much is because there's a lot of uh, Jews that are wealthy in America. You heard it. He said it, not us. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of wealthy Jews in America. Um, Which I have, mean, that would make sense. You, you would have a lot of sentiment that way. Well, you, there are 4% of the U.S. adults uh, in America, and yet they're making... Uh, way more than the average American. Yeah, and I think the same too can be said about Indian and Asian American uh, households as well. There, um, Israel is not in NATO, right? I, are they in NATO? They are, are they NATO a country? recognized NATO country? Okay, I didn't know if thing? they were just a. I didn't know if they were. You know just what's an crazy ally. is that Turkey's a NATO country, and I don't think they're an actual. Like I think they're a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I think they're going to switch sides. I think they're honestly a, a more of a Russian aligned that that group, the BRICS nations. Okay. I, I don't know if you saw, but Turkey just moved a warship towards Israel, telling them yeah. to knock it off on killing civilians. I did see that they did a show force in the Bosphorus Strait, and then I didn't see that specifically. But um, I mean, it makes sense. If Israel's just going in and just bombing indiscriminately this place just because, you know, not just because, because Hamas did a, a crazy terrorist attack, it's like, go in and go through their tunnel networks and go just go through there. Do yeah. what you got to do through there, but do that, man. Don't just bomb everything that's indiscriminately. That's kind of wild to think about. It's yeah. your land. Well, so, yeah, I, let's let's talk about the morality of this quick. It's, I would say, I would say that it's not morally right. Again, people say that war is way different than, you know, war doesn't necessarily have morals to it. Uh, but I would say that, yeah, Israel should not, quote unquote, fight fire with fire. I mean, it just make it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I have no idea what the answer should be or would be, but... I think I think there's probably a more tactful way of doing it, but at this point, it's going to take something. I mean, uh, something quick and you know it, ready to action. I, I I'm guessing you know for them it's going to take some sort of solution. You know maybe they're about done. Maybe it's ready. Maybe they want some sort of final solution. They they're just bombing indiscriminately the civilians at this point. Yeah. And yeah. You know, that's where they're going to get all... I mean, people's heads are going to get... They're going to go crazy, man. Yeah. They're, so it, so do you think do you think the U.S. will get more involved... Yes. 
in 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 what time frame do you think you think weeks months we're already so we're already abs- we're we're doing stuff now i'm pretty sure right now there, there's, there's a missile there's missiles going off on our bases all over iraq syria remember okay. trump said we have the bases in syria for the oil we still have our bases in iraq for because because i don't know i couldn't explain why i don't um, know if you sorry to interrupt but no, i don't know if ahead. you know that iran has already attacked 19 Iran militia has attacked 19 separate times in Syria, uh, and we bombed. We then bombed Syria for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the one I saw. There are the Iranian proxies, right? Is what they are calling them. And um, yeah, uh, I, these these groups. There's a ton of these groups. There, oh, there's yeah. so many of them. They're just little networks. And with the way our borders been, I would, I, I would absolutely bet that the bunch of them are here and the crazy thing is a lot of them are probably close like i said that dearborn michigan is probably their little hq mm-hmm. um there's a big connection too between the palestinian the pro hamas movement and the uh, antifa blm movement the uh riots and and the way they protest looks very similar really the black block of antifa is uh, look at the black block you got to search this up look at black block on antifa and then just compare it up to a Hamas like soldier. Like they, it's the same aesthetic. You know, they might have some camo or something, sure. theirs or their headband with the uh, Arabic on it. Which I don't know what their sayings are, but they might have some stuff like that going on on there. But it, it's the same. It's like the same uh, strategies of uh, you know harassment without lethal force, like kind of co-adopted mm-hmm. you know if you will but it's the same strategies the way they, they do the rioting and protesting if you look it's it, it they look very very similar and then you have on the uh the pro-palestinian hamas side they're filming fake footage like new york times I, put in there that the uh hospital was bombed and the bomb oh, there was no s- hospital that the, the parking lot was got a bomb yeah yeah and it was a rocket that was derelict from hamas yeah Right, 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 right. And, I heard it about that. Blew up the parking lot, and then they said five hundred people died. Israel blew up the hospital. Yeah, it's all. And New York Times put this picture of a building exploding on their thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like what? The Wall the, Street Journal printed it, printed it, yep. printed that picture. The New York Times they referenced the New York Times and printed that and the, put it into the, the media. Paper. The people, media propaganda machine at its oh, finest. It's crazy yep. to watch, man. The people that don't that can't see it are are going to be our downfall. Um, hopefully, enough. I think enough people see it. At least, you know, most areas that I've been to, uh, people are pretty level-headed, and we're all pretty much seemingly on the same page. So I don't think the sentiment that you see online is a true sentiment sure. uh, on a lot of these things. But uh, on that issue, I mean, there is a a large sect of people that support the pro-Palestinian side. And, uh, you know, just to kind of go along with that, I've actually learned uh, somewhat recently that there's been a lot of money from, like, uh, Muslim groups, you know, like a lot of these princes and whatnot have, have pushed money uh, towards the books. Basically, our kids have been getting... Um, they've they've kind of painted, like, the terms like jihad in a different light and, and what have mm. you and kind of give a a softer stance on on the muslim oh. culture oh. uh you know don't spread the they don't mention you know spread islam by the sword and all these other well good that's sayings that's that's where we are at in this country right now is we're just trying to 
everyone wants their safe space. Everyone deserves their safe space. You can't talk about you know anything that would offend anybody, unless it's eradicating white people or now the Jews. Correct. Yeah, and and it's it's so silly to me. It, it's so silly to me that you can't call something that is obviously bad, like a terrorist organization. People are afraid to say such things. It's so sad. All right. Sorry about that. We had to take a little bit of a break, but we're starting back up here. So, so I think I think what the what the conflict is from what I'm seeing, the conflict is boiling down to yet another conflict in the Middle East caused by, or I should say, triggered by terrorist acts. Terrorism. Okay. Okay. It's uh, happening again. We're there. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like it's a. Uh, Part of the war strategy too is you know to kind of keep things chaotic. I feel like they know the border's been porous, and I feel like they know who's in the board, who who's been coming through. Um, and I feel like they also know that kicking this hornet's nest is going to cause a bunch of other hornet's nests to go crazy. Sure. Uh, we watched a video while on the break about a uh, the Ru- the what, Russian airport uh, angry mob goes goes in wild. Chanting Alu Akbar, looking for uh, looking the for Jewish Jews. passengers to get off this flight from Israel, and it's just a swarm of uh, zombies, which yeah, I think is actually a story in in their book, their kind of their end time story uh, that the, the it'll be overrun by these zombie hordes. It'll be like false Muslims, uh, you know, they'll be kind of like them, but they'll be more like uh, kind of like ISIS. The description that I've heard before made them more sound like ISIS, but Hmm. This is kind of the same thing. These people are just what? Are, what are they going to do? They're just going to get just beat people up. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> well, what? The, what does the person on the plane have anything to do with anything? They don't know them. Yeah. And then what if it's like a flight that like landed in Israel, but it's like from a different country? You know, so it's like a bunch of people have no clue what's going on, and they're just like, "What in the world, dude? All these Al Akbar people are freaking yeah. Like, Why are they mad at us? Like, right. oh, they didn't do nothing to them. Yeah, and they're just coming in from some other country. What do you got there, Joe? What's that? Uh, let's Why don't see, you got give a, us a because I can't even shipping it, container. It's a man on a shipping container let's fighting the IDF with a slingshot. With a slingshot. There you go. What's about to happen? Oh, he just took himself out, didn't he? David and Goliath over it's, uh, here. It's efficient. Oh, we got another backup, wow. backup slingshotter. Yeah, jeez. No, I think he got shot no, in the yeah, leg got, or something like that. I think like he that. got shot. Yeah. Oh, that's why he's not getting up. Yeah, <laughs> that's why his one leg <laughs> isn't moving at all, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> well, you see, I mean, we Toss did the down. same thing to uh, the Iraqis and the Afghanis, and anywhere else we go. So yeah. Well, he had a grenade-sized thing in his hand, yeah. so no, I, you have to I take mean. him out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Even if it was just a, a rock, it doesn't matter. You take him out. <laughs> it just is what it is. That's the uh, that's what you do. Well, and and that's I mean these people are doing it. Yeah, it's kind of, and it, it is very interesting how upset we are that Iran funded all this and we're like World War Three with Iran now. Mm-hmm. But. We've been funding the Ukraine this, this is, entire time. Yeah, yeah. And Russian and NATO and everybody knows it. It's all it's they well, they said it right off the bat, I think. Russia said it like uh we know this is a war with uh NATO. I'm pretty sure yeah. early on that was said by someone in their 
their chain of command. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me ask you this then. So, what do you think the repercussions would be if, say, the U.S. decided and and strictly said we will not be involved in this fight? What do you, what do you think would happen? Because uh, mm. so so we're talking about uh, we're talking about right now how we don't like that the U.S. seems to be the world police. Correct. So so let's talk about okay. Well, what because I like to look at it at both sides of the coin. So what what would happen if say the U.S. decided you know what? This is between you guys. You guys keep it over there. We're not getting involved. What do you What do you think the repercussions, benefits, well, pros, cons? So I, I guess it's kind of hard, right? Because a lot of these are. It's not like nations that would declare war necessarily. You have the Taliban that would want to attack. You'd have all these different tribal type groups of extremist uh, jihadists uh, that that would want to decimate Israel uh, if they did. Atroc- if they did commit atrocities, which, I mean, you whip them up with a frenzy with the fake uh, hospital deal. Sure. Um, all of a sudden, your embassies are burning overnight. and mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's inevitable that we'll get roped into this one because of all the bases we have. All these proxy bases we have out there, they're going to start getting attacked. We're going to have to do something. Okay. Um, whether it's just a rescue up and a retreat. A tactic, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we shut some of these down and get out with, the, I don't know, maybe that's yeah. the Biden method. We'll just give them some more guns and yeah. stuff and say, yeah. here you go. Oh, Whoever gets here first, guys, good luck. Yeah. Do you, do you think that's, do you think that's a legitimate, or I should say, how much of our strategy do you think that is, is protecting our own bases or recovering our own bases to pull the, I mean, our well, bases in general, how much do you think that that adds to our involvement? If you think of the context of the situation, we didn't have any of this going on under Trump. As soon as Biden gets in, this is going on. Um, Biden had a, a meeting, or, you know, I don't know if Biden was even there, but what's his us? Oh, um, the administration people, I don't know. They're all really, really weak men, so I, I really don't even care who they are. Um, yeah. Anyways, these weak men were told by the Chinese officials that they they do not come from a position of power anymore. Um, You take that with what you will, whatever you want that to mean. I think it means a couple things, uh, personally, and I kind of feel like if what's best for China would have been that we got out of Afghanistan and shut that base down, that's that's a good thing for China. Mm -hmm. Um, It's another good thing for China. Uh, the Middle East flares up and the sentiment is people don't want another war. So U.S. shuts down all their Middle Eastern bases and now China can kind of swoop in or maybe their alliance with Iran or whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their Belt and Road Initiative, maybe they, because they're trying to become the new power and they're getting there. Yeah. Uh, they're going to surpass us at this so, rate. So, so, so you think, you think that this is, this kind of stuff, you think that the U.S., that you think that the U.S. needs to keep bases over there? No, I do not. Okay, I, I'm just I'm I'm saying from a point of view, if you look at it from the the China perspective, these things are also good for China. I okay. personally yeah. would like, you know, I I understand I don't want a war or sorry a world ran by China. That sounds horrible and nightmare, Merrick mm-hmm. as well. But <sighs> nightmarish. But, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't just... You, America exported all our manufacturing. We need to have a strong manufacturing base. We need to mm-hmm. be able to be isolationists. We need to have a strong military that's defense only. These are the things that the nation was founded upon. But we've always been at war with these countries, these Persian countries. Yeah. They've always declared death to us. They don't like what we like. They're anti-Christian. They've always been that way. Mm-hmm. And we've always We have been built on a, a Christian nation, no matter... 
I've actually seen sentiment online, people saying that this isn't based on a Christian nation and they really amplify the whole separation of church and state thing, which I believe was something that was like really loosely based, like kind of like an interpretation of what he said, but not really like in, you know, it's correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure people get that one wrong a lot. Uh, But yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's pretty obvious when you read the constitution that it was based off of Christian morals, Mm -hmm. Christian, you know, and yeah, we have we have Christian atheists in this country. Our atheists don't even realize that they're because they're a lot of them are like, well, it's just common sense to have these types of you know beliefs or morals, and they talk about Ten Commandment type stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not going to just go murder people. It's like, well, guess what? That's a Christian thing, dude. Like, yeah, that's, like the rest of the world doesn't believe the way you do. If if you do them wrong or their religion says they can, they will kill you. Mm-hmm. Without the drop of the uh, of a hat, man, like yeah. you're done for. Yeah, they're going to <laughs> well, and and they're not going to feel remorse or guilt for it. They're going to be rewarded by their God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I I think it's it's really it's really crazy to me because so people like to discount the Bible a lot. You know, people like to discount it, but the fact of the matter is it it is a historical artifact it's oh it's yeah hist- it's, it's the, historical it's the best history book you could ever ever read yeah and and while it just it just doesn't make any sense to me that people just can't grasp the fact that they there are people that refuse to believe that the bible has anything historical uh, anything of historical value in it yeah i, I don't you know it, it it's people don't realize when christ even happened i think Right. Because a lot of that, people think no, that that's right. a, a really old story, and it's like, yeah, it's not. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know, I'm pretty sure too? Rome was a thing when that when Christ happened. Yeah. Well, pretty sure wasn't it the Roman soldiers that that helped kill him? Yep. Yep. So, well, actually, well, they went to they went to Rome. So the the Jewish uh, the Jewish leaders went to the government, i.e., Rome, to see if they could take care of him, and they Rome basically said, "No, this is your thing." We we th- this isn't this isn't anything of ours. He's not breaking any laws of ours. Oh geez, that kind of sounds like my opinion on what the America should do. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so. well, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I think, um, I you know you know what's crazy. Going back to the religious thing too in the Bible is what else is re- really interesting to me too is almost almost every religion out there confirms that there was some sort of worldwide flood. Yeah. That, that's crazy to me. Even Native American, even oh. Na- Native American culture. I know all kinds what? of cultures and religious beliefs actually have, uh, you know, some sort of historical belief of the flood. You just lost all your viewers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did we know? So, yeah. no, that's very interesting, actually, because I thought the viewers, about that. The viewers that we would lose from this kind of conversation are the ones we wouldn't want listening anyway. I guess. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. So the uh the, the uh, that's those stories. The Great Flood, was that an answer to Sodom and Gomorrah or was Sodom and Gomorrah predated the flood? Sodom and Gomorrah, I believe oh now you're asking me hard questions. Um I this believe Sodom I, love I believe religion. Sodom and Gomorrah was after after Noah. No, no, actually I uh, Hold on, we have Google. Yeah. Joe's gonna Google it. Google um, knows God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I I want to say, 
it was not it was not directly correlated to Sodom and Gomorrah. It, you know, it's not okay. like Sodom and Gomorrah happened and, you know, the Bible says, See, oh, God, God said, I don't like Sodom and Gomorrah, so we're going to flood there, the earth. There's a conspiracy theory out there about the, uh, I think it's like the electron th uh, theory, or cons I don't know, some some sort of theory. That there's a, a interview with this guy that says the CIA obtained a quantum computing system that predicted the end of the world. Basically, this is what was going to happen. The poles was, were going to shift, and it sounded mm -hmm. like an earth realignment thing, but it basically ends with a big wall of water. And when you read the story from the Bible where it's like the clouds were the wave, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. insane it was. And it's like, that kind of sounds similar where like the magnetic poles, maybe they stop and do mm -hmm. a weird shift deal. And then all of a sudden the water just yeah. and then changes direction. And now you've got this giant wave and all of a sudden the land masses are uh, changed out. So Joe's, we Joe. got we got something pulled up here, though. What do we got? I was just going to say it's after. The flood was after. Or Sodom no, and Gomorrah. Sodom, Gomorrah Sodom and Gomorrah. After. Okay, Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, Gomorrah was after the flood. flood. But okay, so our Sodom and Gomorrah would predate our flood if it was yeah, to you're happen. Right. If it, if it's so, what I, I all I'm saying is maybe this is a uh, a story that was written down through the, through time in this history book, this great book, uh, to to kind of say like a cycle that the Earth goes through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's that's a possible. That's one way to look at it. Uh, I, that's just where I I'm think. At. Yeah. I think so what's what else is really interesting about the the flood too is it, it, scientists it, well it's not just the flood it's 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 all kinds of stuff in the bible where they'll use science to try to explain why it happened and why it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been something supernatural this was something that happened and it's so funny because you know they'll they'll explain like a wind tunnel effect that split the Red Sea, even though they're not they're not denying that it ever happened. They're that's, saying that's they're, what gets me right. Yeah, they're, because they're, they're proving it. They're, they're saying these things happen. Yes, that's they're that's just the thing. trying to also they're, explain how they happen. Exactly. They <laughs> and never like, deny. I do not know. Yeah, and, and but that's there's a there's so many cool movies about stuff like oh man, oh yeah I gotta find I'll get there's a good list. Um, but yeah we me my wife got this movie for us to watch and it was. It was basically about that, where this guy's an atheist and he he hates it, and he, uh, he, he you know he no, he, he it just, wasn't twenty twelve. <laughs> it was not the movie twenty twelve. No, not John the end of the Cusack, world. <laughs> <laughs> the star. Uh, but it, but it's basically about an investigative journalist who's super atheist and doesn't believe anything. By the end of the movie, he believes. Yeah, you know yep. because he finds like oh all these things actually happen oh like like oh that's crazy like mm -hmm. i didn't realize that and it's, it's like it's almost like the historical book that you're reading that you're trying to refute right. might have things correct in it yeah and that's that's what i think people when they just think that they're smarter than everybody else and they think religious oh they're just a religious nut job it's like well i would trust a religious nut job you know air yeah. quotes i'll do that well, for them but i would trust that person when it comes to the history of things much more than their uh, woke, washed, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, propagandized, mm -hmm. diverse uh, survival plans yep. where it's basically like, you know, you need your COVID booster. That's the safest thing you can do when the hurricane hits. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yep. The worst blizzard ever is coming to Wisconsin. Get booster get number booster. 65. Get, get your booster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to be spending a lot of time in close quarters with your family and others. Make sure you get your booster. Pretty much, yeah, dude. I, I, we, I could, I could go on rants about religion, honestly. Well, uh, yeah, I'd imagine you could. Um, 
I ought to, dude, I, I think it's so fascinating because I have always loved history and I think some of these stories are so good. Um, yeah, that, you know, I, honestly, people, like I said, the, I think the biggest reason people ref, try to refute uh, stories from the Bible is because they want to try to discredit the whole thing because they don't hmm. want to, they don't want to believe X, Y, and Z. Therefore, they have to find every reason why, you know, A, B, C, D, yeah. E, all the way up to X doesn't make sense. And I, I think I think that people are just, they kind of get on that, that Dude, thought of, I don't want to believe anything that the Bible says, even though... I think it simply comes down to this, man. People get that when you're a kid and you kind of get that lesson of, oh, God's kind of like a man in the sky and... You know, when it thunders, he's bowling. You know, you kind of get those weird kind of yeah. cartoonish images. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the common atheists, that's their image to adulthood. Right. I feel like they Absolutely. don't grasp that it's like, no, it's actually just something that's bigger than you. It's the fa- it's well, the energy force. It's the connection to all living beings and humans. And well, I, I, I don't we know have, if I necessarily, know. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I think, I think that God is entwined with what, entwined with all of that. I, That's I, what I mean. He's the creator. He is all right, of us. We, right. We all share in him, and the stronger connection you have to him, the stronger energy kind of you feel. Because I, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like an energy when I'm in church. So my fa- one of my favorite things to do when I was at you know certain companies where you'd go and get to install it was sure. churches. I yeah. loved the churches mm-hmm. because you get to go in and go into the uh, you know what do you call that where they they. Dude, they do the whole sermon and whatnot. That oh, whole, the sanctuary. The sanctuary. So yeah. you go in there, no one's there. Mm-hmm. So the sanctuaries I would go into, you know, um, at, at these jobs, and, and no one else is really there because it's like after hours, you mm-hmm. know, you're in there doing the install. So you're just like IT rooms, like, oh, the sanctuaries are there. I'm going to, you know, I got to wait on, on hold or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to walk in here. And I, I'd always personally feel this energy, this this warm kind of just this i don't know man it would fill me from 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 fucking oh, shoot it would <laughs> it would fill me from uh head from to toe head to toe you know yeah. it would it, it honestly it would it would it would be something that would just like fully grasp me yeah dude yeah i i think i see that's that's another thing too is people go into uh, that's another thing that we have such a problem with these days. I think with a lot of younger people is they they have their mind made up and they will not be told anything different. And so a lot of times people miss out. So you invite someone to church, you know, you invite you invite someone to church or they end up in a church somewhere and they look for everything negative, you know, and yeah. whether it's whether it's I don't like. I don't like this about this church. I don't like the way the seats are arranged. I don't like, you know, where the Do pastor is talking from. Do young people care about from. the seats arrangement? I think I think people will use anything they can to be unhappy with church. With, with a church. With a church, and I think yeah. I. And here, here's the thing too: is there tends to be. I, I used to, I used to get really in the nitty gritty of uh, different denominations in Christianity. And sure. I found I found myself actually going to different denominational churches other than the one that I belong to, and I'd find myself kind of being skeptical at these other churches. Yet now, now when I think back at them, I think I think there are things that every church does right, 
and I think there's other things that uh, you know other churches might not have necessarily right, or maybe okay. they just do it a different way that I don't agree you've with. Got, you've got your own kind of shaped out view of what yeah. you see, church. But but the biggest thing that I have kind of grown grown to learn is because again, I used to be skeptical. I used to go into a church and and think, you know, oh, they're doing this. I don't like this. I'm never going to this church again. But there was also things. Now that I'm looking back on it, we could, my church could learn from, you know, say, say maybe they have 50 more members than we do. Okay. Well, why? Well, maybe it's because they greet everybody in the lobby, right? When they come in, even if they're new or, or they're an existing member, you know, think things like that. Little things, huh? Yeah. It's, it's the little I things. I thought every it, church really did that though. I mean, yeah, the, the little meet and greet things, yeah. you know, personally like me, that's like a turn off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So so what we like to do, what we like to do at our church is, first of all, we try to we try to greet people, but we're not in your face. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not it's not them going up to you with a gift basket saying, "Hey, how are you? What's your name?" We're you know, blah blah blah. Well, it depends on what's in the gift basket. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? What are we thinking? You give me some ideas here. I don't know. Yeah, but... Oh, you don't want to hear my ideas. <laughs> I, I see like a little six pack of beer in that gift basket, oh, maybe some geez, cheese and geez. some summer sausage. Yeah, little, no. one of those little cutting boards. Well, I did. I, I mean, I did have an experience. Me and my wife actually had a difference in opinion on our denominations. A little serving fork. Yeah, <laughs> Charcu- just a whole charcuterie board. Maybe huh? some, some cookies. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I me yeah. me and my wife had a difference in in thought about our denominations. She, she grew up in a different denomination than I did. And, uh, you know, we actually, before we got married, cause it was a big enough issue, we decided, well, we're going to find a church home that is somewhere in between our belief systems and try to figure this out together. And, um, we went to, we visited a couple other churches that were, they did, they gave up, they gave off that vibe of like, you remember, you remember the old movie, Dennis, the menace, yeah. the older movie, the the cheek pinchers. Oh yeah, that's that's what some of these churches were like. They'd come up to you and pinch your cheeks. Uh, oh, hi, no you way. guys are such a happy. <laughs> they would, actually they wouldn't physically. No, 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 no. They wouldn't physically pinch our cheeks because oh, we were God. we were adults. We were eighteen, nineteen. Could you imagine? Uh, well, I mean, that's almost the energy that it was like, where they were in our face. They're like, oh, you guys are such a cute couple. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, they just want to eat you up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That <laughs> kind of, same kind of energy, just overbearing oh, and like, I'm not comfortable, you know? Um, so that being said, it, it's something that you have to do tactfully. You know, it's something that sure. what we try to do, what we try to do at our church is our greeters are usually down to earth people. They're, okay. they're not they're not the in your face kind of people, and it's usually so. I'm I'm one. I usually help greet. And well, there's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's it's usually just a hey, how's it going? Feel free to sit anywhere you'd like. If you have any questions, please let us know. That's it. That's all it needs to be. Sure, man. Short, the service, sweet, to the point. Yeah. the The service the service should be the service should be should speak for itself. It shouldn't it shouldn't need a precursor. It shouldn't need a follow up afterwards. And I think I think there's so many people out there that go into a church service when they're invited and or they stumble into it. They just go in thinking uh, this is all a bunch of they'll go in fooey. They're, they're thinking, all right, cool, I got invited. I'll go to this thing, sure, whatever. And then they get in there and it's like, oh my god, hey, it's a new person. Oh, yeah. and it's like, okay, is it weird? Especially, you know, if, it feels weird. Like, why is everyone so excited? I'm here, and then they make a big deal and they announce you right up 
at the mm. front. We got to, hey, welcome this yeah, person. It's see, like, you know, no. a lot of stuff like that is a turn For me personally, is a turnoff. Some people might like it. For men. Men. It's a huge turnoff for men. It, it well, is. I guess there you go. But you know what? What is a turn on for the men in the church? Yes, I said that. It is. <laughs> Shut up, Joey. <laughs> and I don't. He's about to pull the mic yeah, down yeah, and he's about yeah. to say something yeah. really, really dumb. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so here is what it is. All right. You got to give some sort of thing when you're done with the service, the ceremony, whatever the, the service is done. Mm-hmm. And I went to a church that was like this. It was actually pretty cool. They were very welcoming. They didn't do any of that uh, announcement stuff, but they were greeting, you know, some of the people that you could tell were the regulars or, mm-hmm. or people that were more involved with the church kind of came up and said, oh, hi, you know, kind of introduced themselves. Yep. But it was very short and you know, two or three people. Yep. You know, and you could just tell yep. that they had a hand in the church. So it's like, I'm fine with that. And, and it was more on a personal level. They yeah. came up kind of like whispering, hey, you know, hey, yep. hey how you, your hands. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? We haven't seen it, you here before. What it, brings you here? Exactly. So after this, the, the service, though, we go down. And in the basement, they have like all the tables set up. Yeah. It's kind of social, but they have donuts and yeah, and all sorts of you know donuts and coffee set yep. up. It's it's social. Yep, donuts, coffee, and everybody's kind of like that too. They're telling you during this, you know, that's what they said. You know, oh, make sure you stay after there. We we have some free donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do the same thing. Yep, fellowship so, hour is what we call it. Okay, so that I feel like is the thing that you need to do. You need to always have that because that's the I. I, and here's where I'm going to differ from Zach. I'm, I'm on a personal level. I don't view the church being uh, a necessary component uh, to life, but I view being a good kind of living those Christian morals, you know, because I can't say that I, you know, I'm, I, I, let's just say my wife's trying to make me probably a Catholic the best she can. Uh, but I definitely believe in like the uh, Ten Commandments, I definitely believe in Christian morals. Um, you know, they're just common sense, mm-hmm. you know, just don't be a bad person base. It, it all comes down to that. I, I know definitions of bad could vary, but the textbook definition of a bad person, just don't be, don't be a bad person. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. Just be yeah. good to people. Yeah. You know, and we, you know, empathetic, maybe empathetic, that's empathetic to people. There you go. Yep. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, maybe that's a, maybe that's a discussion for another episode too, is our, our viewpoints on religion and what we see about oh, that. Oh, we'll but, get there for sure. But and it'll come up, I'm sure, I, during all these others. Because, I mean, this is a huge one. Like I, I was saying earlier, this is all religion-based. Yeah. The Hamas and Israel, it's all, it, it's the Jews versus the Muslims. The Christians are, are coming to the Jews back on this one. But, I mean, it's crazy. I, you you hear a long time ago, they used to say, you know, all wars are religious. And it's like, no, there was a lot. There were a lot of religious wars, uh, mm-hmm. especially ancient ones. Oh yeah, but like the more modern ones, it's like no, a lot of them were. I mean, money. economic, money driven. Yep. Yeah, they, yep. <laughs> you know, World War One, World War Two. They were. It's kind of what happens when you have a bunch of alliances go goes bad. Right. 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 <laughs> Basically. Yeah. 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 I. I think. Um, let me. Well, let me ask you this because I heard. I heard on. Uh, Actually, Joe's podcast here will shout you out here. The oh. Midwest, the Midwestern Goodbye Podcast. It's uh, the least we could do for him helping us out with this one, right? Absolutely. Um, but uh, interesting question, and I, I, it's a pretty good one. You know, so let's say, how hard would it be to distinguish when a Christian organization starts becoming a terrorist, quote unquote? 
Oh, I'm surprised we're not already there. Yeah. I I How many I thought that's where we were heading with the whole white supremacists and then them making the parents of the school boards uh domestic terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh those memos. Um with well, COVID, no, I, they were putting the pastors well, in jail. Like well, I, I thought we were pretty much marching straight to that path. I think I think what I mean what I mean is how would it would do do you think that a Christian organization sure. could could be viewed oh I see what you're saying. Yeah, pe- you're saying that people are already viewing Christians as a terrorist organization, yeah. some people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. A- oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you because there's so Which many is Christian another morals thing they out- have in common with the Nazis. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I there's there's so many Christian values out there that go against the woke agenda these days. Yes. That yes. That yeah, it, it won't, that's that's why they hate them. Yeah. I, I honestly us, it, I guess. Yeah. Well <laughs> it wouldn't it honestly wouldn't surprise me if if wars on Christians I mean it already exists obviously right in other countries. But here here even locally it won't surprise me when when that happens. I mean reading I mean biblically it, dude, we know it's we, gonna it's we going have to happen, an organization but, here called the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it, it's already happening here. Mm-hmm. You know what they attack too? If they can find, if they catch wind of a school doing a crazy fundraiser, like to send some something out Middle East, mm-hmm. and it, it just the kids creating some colored postcards sure. for some other kids. Yeah, they go in there and they shut that shit down. Yeah, yep. they say, oh no, that was a Christian foundation. Mm-hmm. There's no, nope, none of that. You know what's crazy though? They can have a they can have a meeting after school school funded school backed meeting for LGBTQ plus. They can well, have they, of course the the gay straight alliance and all of that. Don't forget the Satan Club. The yeah yeah there's the, there's those out there too. Yep. I, Elementary schools. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I know there's probably schools out there that have some sort of after school program. I'm sure there are schools out there. That I would have, hope so, man. That have Christian point. groups, you know, either meeting Be nice. before or after school. Um, they probably have to keep it all hush hush, though. Well, and who else had to keep something hush hush mm-hmm. before, pre, you know, precursor to horrible, atroc- atrocious events yeah. happening? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's where when people don't care about history, and I don't blame them because the way they teach history in school was it was abhorrent. Yeah, um, you uh, kind of had to learn on your own if mm-hmm. you really cared. Uh, it's just like, hey, read these chapters and. The the worksheets were always really easy. You just they went in order with the paragraphs and the the, the chapters. And as long as you read it, oh, I found the answer to this one. I missed this one. You just read a couple of paragraphs beforehand, and oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, and that's all you had to do. Yep. Um, but if you took the time to care, and certain topics I didn't care about, I'll be honest. But like sure. when it came to the war, the massive wars, and like why people did things, mm-hmm. why did the jihadis think it's necessary to blow themselves up? Why did the Nazis like? Why did the civilians elect Hitler? Yeah. Why did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, like these were questions I had when I was youth. You yeah. Know, like I didn't. How did these things happen? The lead-up events is what really caught me. So that's what I investigated when I was younger. Yeah i I was never huge into history. I don't think. Um, I I failed uh, a world Ooh. history class. Um, how do you manage that? Ah, uh, dude. Well. Honestly, it was just I didn't do homework. I just didn't do the homework. He's an American. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you're going with the statistic here. One of my, it does make sense. One of my best history 
classes that I ever took, though, was American democracy in my senior year. So maybe that does well, add to go. that stereotype. It's your democracy <laughs> they're defending out there. Uh, but but yeah, the uh, American democracy was kind of fun to me because it it kind of it, it kind of led to it, it kind it, of well it, it described how we became what we became as a, as okay. a nation. You is, know, is that the class that you take where you, they do the political compass test? Um, it w- well, we took we took a political compass test. Uh, it, there was U.S. history, which was sophomore year, and I think we took one in American democracy too. Yeah. So so sophomore and 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 you know, senior I was, year. I was very surprised to find myself center right because I always viewed the right as bad for, because mm-hmm. of the Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and lo and behold, there I was yeah. center right. And then I you know the more and more you learn and the more and older you get, and you're like, oh wait a minute, they were more of a leftist cause you know yeah realistically i mean well if you're labeling yeah if you're labeling republican and democrat the the white supremacists yeah i.e the kkk was a you, democratic you you know entity i don't i don't think it's a line i think it's a circle what do you mean you know i think communists and fascism yeah you can say oh the fascists are right and the communists are left but I think at the at the end of the day, they're at the same point on the spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah. I could yeah. I can see you what know, you're talking instead about. Instead of being a line where you have communism over on the Way far on, left, right, and you have fascism on the far right, yeah, mm-hmm. it's more of been that, and you've got this circle where the meat points are those, and yeah, the true middle is a true more like a libertarian stance, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you know I don't. I'd like to. I'd like to think that'd be possible, but I just don't think people no, have it in them. No, no. I I think whenever I hear the word libertarian, I think Parks and Recreation. Ron Swanson. Have you ever seen that show? I have not. Oh, you got to see gotta it. Brush up. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's there's not a lot of possibility for people to kind of have that backbone of. I'm just going to do my thing, let other people do their thing. It, it, we live in a world where everyone's in everyone's business anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Everyone's everyone's worried about what their neighbor's doing or you know, they're never looking at their at themselves. That's one thing that I've for sure noticed is no one's looking inward. There's no accountability. Yeah, it's a lot you know. of projection. A Absolutely. lot of projection on both sides of the fence too. Yeah, no I find one wants myself to, doing it too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean well, sometimes. No one, a little bit. You know, I think you and me, we've had this conversation before too, but the lack of accountability is is leading to a lot yeah. of these problems. A lot of these problems yeah. that we have nowadays, if someone actually sat back and took 10 seconds to think about what they were going to say or do, I think it, I think the world would be a much that, different place. That's true. Did you also know that some people can't do that though? Some people have no inner dialogue. Some people can't think through a problem in their heads before... Uh, before it happens, hmm. there's actually a, a, I don't know if it's a large percentage of the population, but and, and it's, it's it's not large enough me, to explain where the world is right now. Yeah. I would say, but well, for me personally, it's so hard to think about because it's like I could not imagine not being able to talk to myself. Yeah, that is it's we it's, <laughs> that, it definitely is weird to think about. Yeah, yeah, because well, I, I don't know about you, but I I grew up, I grew up where. I was taught to think about what I was going to do before I did it. I was always taught that there's going to be a there's going to be a consequence for something if you do X Y Z. So think about it next time, otherwise you're going to get X Y Z consequence. Yeah, it, and I 
maybe maybe that's something otherwise i mean or are you saying that there's like a mental block there like an actual chemical imbalance in the brain of some sort that causes I them i don't know what you would call it okay but they do not have they they don't have the so there's a, a court case i read and it's something about you know like why you know imagine uh someone doing that to you basically is what they said okay and the person says, what do you mean no one did that to me? They they couldn't, like, put themselves in the oh, shoes. They can't picture. Okay. It's something in their brain. There's Actually, there's a test for it. I think it's, like, four different pictures of an apple. It's, like, what do you think of a... Or, yeah, what picture of an apple can you think of in your head when you, can, when you think of an apple? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, you know, there's zero. There's no apple. Um, mm-hmm. There's a really crudely drawn one. A little better one, and then like a really detailed one. Okay, you know it's like I can I can picture a fully detailed apple. I can slice it. I mm-hmm. can do all sorts of stuff in my head with that apple. Yeah, you know, yep. I can build a skyscraper in my head. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I can do a lot in my head. Sure. Like I, uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, and, and just to think that people can't can't have the don't possess that ability is to think that it's an ability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was just something we all had. I thought mm-hmm. that was a common sense, just base, you know, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a tribute, if you will. If we, if this was a video game, we all start off with this one. You know. Yeah. But no, it's not. Yeah, that's crazy. It's that is that's kind of a weird concept to think about. And uh, like I said, I I don't think while while I think there are people that may have that issue, I don't think it's nearly enough to explain the way you know the way we're headed right now even as a country or you know as the the family unit you know i think i don't know i i think i think there needs to be more accountability these days and i i don't think it's necessarily something that it's got to be taught it's got to start at home that's that's i that's my firm belief it's it has to go back to it it has to go back to home Mm -hmm. um you're that's our job as parents that's our job as parents honestly it it is to make sure that our kids grow up to be the most successful that they can be and if you can't be accountable for your own actions there's no way that you're going to be successful because every time that your boss tells you every time your boss tells you hey you screwed up i need you to do better Oh, you know, nowadays it's oh, well. Uh, no, no, I'm doing the best I can. How dare you tell me I'm, I didn't I'm do it my right? My best life. I know yeah, my truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know my truth, boss. Yeah. You don't know. And so, so the I've been the, through a lot. The accountability needs to start at home, and I it, think it does. But when it's too late, this is what you see. Mm-hmm. We're a spoiled, rotten generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I, think, I mean, dude. I it, think people are learning the harsh realities of. Oh, we're, accountability. we're going through dark times and I think, because of sad, absolutely. sorry men. And I think, I, I think the Participation kids... Participation trophy men. Yeah, yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, and I, I think that there are a lot of people who are talking about this like you and I, uh, who maybe necessar- didn't necessarily grow up with the same morals that we did, but people that are realizing, hey, world's a messed up place right now. Yeah. And I don't think enough people are being held accountable for their own actions. And so now... They're For starting sure. to instill into their kids, and I think, I really do think that, um, you know, the the youth of America, even though they're being brainwashed, I think a lot of them. I don't think it's going to work. 
what oh right right that's yeah. yeah that's what i'm getting to is that yeah i i think a lot of these kids are going to be able to see through this stuff yeah uh, you know they're going to be able to see it i think they already are I, yeah. I, you see it there's videos mm-hmm. of them going like oh they they show these crazy videos yeah and they're like why are you showing this to kids and they're yeah. like freaking out on the teachers and the teacher you're being disrespectful mm-hmm. it's like no you kids guys are standi- being sick yeah. but yeah they're standing up for themselves yeah. you're damn right kids kids standing up for themselves at school board meetings at school, public yep. forums, you know yep. these, these are young kids. I, the the youngest it's I've skew seen, skew conservative. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. not just because they're sick of it. The, you know the older ones, they're sick of it. Um, it's gonna the the tides are gonna change. Mm-hmm. Also, the ones that uh are usually on board with this stuff are uh <laughs> you know they're also pro abortion. Well, so they're kind of pro mm-hmm. killing their offspring, if yeah. you will. Yep. They yep. don't like families. They don't like kids. Yeah. You, you kind of get where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And the pendulum right now is swinging back because I think they push so hard. I think we were talking about this on the last uh, last episode about how we're like pot of, uh, you know, frogs boiling in water and they really just cranked us up. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's kind of a, also an overcorrection is the pendulum is going to swing. Uh, it's going to swing right. Uh, hopefully yeah. not in the, you know, the the... Well, I don't think it is going in the Nazi sense. I think that's the other side. I think they show yeah. that time and time again mm-hmm. with uh, you know what they want with yep. their goals here. But yep. well, it's 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 funny because the most of the time it's a leftist who is the one that's talking about uh, how a certain a certain group of people needs to be stopped. You know, needs to be stopped in some violent way. Look at Antifa. You know, they're willing to burn cities down. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I I think, yeah, I I think there's a, there's a lot of accountability that needs to happen, and I think kids are actually starting to understand it. I I really do. I think there's like we said, I think they're seeing through this stuff, and we can only hope. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, know. I know, I know what I'm going to be instilling in my kids, and from, you know, my kids go to public school, and I can see that they are they are actually hanging out with the kids who I, I talk, I'll, I'll talk to their parents and they're instilling the same values, even if they're not Christian, they're instilling the same values and morals into their kids as, that's as mine. It, yeah. are. And that's kind of what we were we talking about earlier is people don't realize. I, I think, I think some do, but a lot of people don't mm-hmm. that, that these basic morals that we just live by as Americans are Christian based, yeah, and, and that's why the third world imported over here isn't going to mesh as well. Uh, we'll be better off with the South South Americans because they're going to be more Catholic and and more yep. uh, Christian type based yep. groups. So at least there's that. The ones that at least aren't the you know criminals that are released from their jails and then sent up here. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys probably aren't as much Christian, right? Right. I would imagine. Yeah, but you know the people from Africa and whatnot. Some are, some are probably Christian refugees. There's probably a few scattered in there, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I don't imagine the the large majority of them are. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Well, well speaking of crossing the border, what's our beer of choice tonight, tonight, Kyle? So I I believe with the Bud Light fiasco, uh, Modelo uh, overcame them as the number one beer in America. It was also UFC's beer uh, before. I saw now that, yeah. Bud Light. Doesn't matter. That's still Anheuser Busch. Yeah, but it's not uh, Bud Light. So, yeah. 
Like, I think see, I, we, we you both know, have... when, when you get a conglomerate and you and a monopoly, uh, the whole world becomes like uh, what is that movie? Oh, I'm not sure. Idiocracy. So it becomes oh, like idiocracy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what are you gonna do, man? You you buy like the French fries that are at McDonald's are by the same company that does the uh, French fries at Burger King. What are you gonna do? You know, mm-hmm. is what it is. They got their their hand in the pot, both pots. Yep. Yep. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Exactly. Did you? What do you I, need I'm, there? I'm looking. I'm I don't looking know at why the, you're looking at the bottom. No, of the I'm box. looking at the nutrition facts. I'm looking at. Oh, there's 1.1 gram of protein in each bottle. That's good. That's getting our protein here. So we're about to go to the gym after yeah. a few more of these. Mm-hmm. That's that what should be a uh, good enough amount of protein. To yeah. Yeah. No, I'm Modelo. I'm I'm liking it. I'm really liking it. It's been a long time since I've had a Modelo. It's a good and, beer. Uh, it is. It's very good. I. It's Modelo time, fool. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a go-to beer. I feel like yeah. it's a working man's beer. You uh, get done, mm-hmm. get done with a long day's work. You crack open. I don't know, maybe drink three of these, catch yep. a good buzz. Yep. You know, depend on who you are, and yeah. uh, that's all you really need. And the cases, you know, it's a very affordable beer. Yeah. Not yep. uh, not very expensive. So mm-hmm. there's that. Yeah, I I will say I prefer it over Corona. I had a Corona not yes. too long ago, and I actually prefer this way more over I Corona. Was, uh, it was between this and Dos Equis. Okay, okay. Uh, so maybe that'll be one we do, do one yeah, of these well, other times. I tell you what, uh, we'll have to do, and we'll have to do Tecate. That's a Mexican beer that I, is absolutely horrible. I think I've, I think I've tried it before. I, had, I have doing. a cousin... I have a cousin who drinks Tecate and he'll put hot sauce in it. So that's what I was gonna say. We're gonna have to get, we're gonna have to get some seasoning, some tahini. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll pour that in there. He's usually, and it makes it so good. Yeah, it turns this crap beer into the best beer. And so maybe that, maybe that'll be our next, uh, next episode's beer. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, well, I'm down. I'm down. So, well, uh. Thanks for watching every or thanks for listening, everybody. I don't know why not watching us yet. We're yeah, looking at tuning cameras. in. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, gonna go enjoy some uh delicious mac mac and cheese and uh weenies. We got these good beef franks uh we're gonna be cooking up. No. Cooking. No, I will not be I will not be participating in that one. You will why? Oh you're uh you're allergic to cheese, or what's, what's no, wrong with you? No, I'm not a fan of the mac and mac and cheese and hot dog. Type He's a thing. mac and cheese denier. Mac and no. cheese denier, this guy. No, I don't mind mac and cheese. You like the and skim I don't milk? Mind, I, <laughs> we can get you does some it skim look, milk. Does it look like I like skim milk, Kyle? It doesn't. You're going, <laughs> you're going head first into the whole milk, sir. Absolutely. Uh, 2%. 2%. I, I'm on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Sounds good. We'll see you.